This Listener Juice episode is sponsored by Sarah Hines. Sarah is the sweetest soul in the whole entire world and had the incredible idea of paying for a sponsorship spot so that we could advertise my business, Cupid Slave Tattoo Company in Covington, Georgia. In case you didn't know, Cupid Slave has won Best Tattoo Parlor of Rockdale and Newton County for the past two years. We currently have seven experienced tattoo artists, all with a special style of their own, one full-time piercer, me, and one part-time piercer and a microblading artist. Contact us to schedule your appointment today. You can find us at 7115 Highway 278, Covington, Georgia. Call us at 678-712-9055 or find us on Facebook at Cupid Slave Tattoo Company. Hey, Juicy Juicers. <laughs> Juicies. <laughs> I'm Brooke. And I'm Alyssa. And this is Listener Juice 3. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Hopefully we've got some good stories for you guys tonight. Uh, we have not read them, so I hope they're good. <laughs> I'm feeling a little slap happy. How about you? slap happy you know like when you're tired but you're goofy yeah giggly like you're goofy and you're tired yeah last uh episode 11 i was like tired but i was ill (laughs) but i'm feeling like yeah it feels like a girl's slumber party where you just get like delirious and you're just like (laughs) everything is so funny yeah (laughs) so anyway yeah it's been a long day guys uh we recorded episode 12 and uh, it, I, I don't know why these, you know, well, this was a long episode. It ended up being about two hours, but uh, it took like six to get it like done and like rendered and like put out there. So, yeah. You know what, though? Even if it was 45 minutes, it would still take six hours. <laughs> I'm telling you. I don't know why, but like, like this listener juice that we're about to, you know, record and then edit and stuff, it's going to take like... I know. Like an you know an hour and a half max, it but is for whatever reason, our first episode always takes forever, so fucking long. Well, all I've got to say is it's ten forty one right now, and this shit's supposed to release at midnight, so we better get on it. Okay, so <laughs> I go first. Yeah, you go first. Okay. All right, guys. Hello, hello. Um, welcome hello. to class. <laughs> hello. Um. So I. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Brooke always be doing that shit. She just open up her back door and be like, "Hello, hello." <laughs> Sound like fucking old Greg. <laughs> Do you love me? <laughs> okay, uh-huh. so this story is from Michaela. So her story starts off as, "Okay, so my sister was like 16 at the time. This is like 1996. She got into a car accident." Her vehicle had ran down an embankment and hit a tree. She was so scared and shook up. It's like 11 o'clock at night and they live in the middle of nowhere. No cell phone, no way to contact anyone. She begins to cry in the middle of the street, begging God to help her. I would have to. (laughs) Yeah, that's terrifying. Oh my God. So this goes on for a few minutes until she sees these three dogs, two big and one small, approach her. 
I don't know if this is like her saving grace or is if, if this is bad. We bad to find out. <laughs> she suddenly felt this wave of calmness. So I guess Aww. good. Aww. Over her as these non-aggressive animals allow her to pet them. Aww. She collects her thoughts and remembers her grandmother's friend lives about two miles down the road. That's good and convenient. I guess. That's a long walk. <laughs> two miles? Well, yeah. I mean, but that's closer than like yeah, five or right. ten. Well, well, yeah. So she walks. These dogs follow her all the way to the woman's door. When the lady saw her outside, she rushed, she rushed out to help her. My sister asks for a big bowl of water for the dogs that came with her. The lady looked confused and said, There were no dogs following you when I saw you outside. My sister never sees these animals again. I fully believe this was a paranormal experience, and even if you can't use this in your podcast, hi, here we are. <laughs> I'm glad I can share it with you. I know my mom has more. Once I get to talk to her, I'll give you guys more. LOL. Crying, laughing emoji. Oh, that's kind of cool. Honestly, like, I don't like dogs, but like, if that happened to me and three ni- nice dogs kind of like walked with me to. They were like her protectors. Yeah, I would be like happy. I'd be like, you guys ain't so bad. That's, that's pretty neat. Yeah. I wonder, like, okay, was this like some kind of spirits of animals or was this like a figment of her imagination or like, what was that? Um, I don't know, but you know, my, typically I feel like animals, like if you've seen like a, an, like a spirit animal, yeah, (laughs) uh, like I used to see like dogs when I was a kid and, you know, I found out that those were hellhounds. So my experience with animals in the paranormal realm has always been like really scary. So I don't know. I don't know either. Tiger King's my spiritual spirit animal is he no not really good because you know he like fucks stuffed animals it what <laughs> you Where didn't know that, that even come no oh yeah no, i'm kidding like he's not but i do like him i did until you just said he fucks animals he's or a, stuffed animals no he's a fucking freak and so is carol baskin oh, yeah both of them can just <sighs> yeah they need their parks taken away from both of them agreed all right cool cats and kittens uh our next story comes from can you tell like we're tired (laughs) next story comes from shannon lewis uh this is titled creepy ass kid oh yeah all kids are creepy ass kids (laughs) hello lovely ladies after listening to the first listener juice episode episode you always do that why do i do that juice ensued episode i knew i needed to send you my story so i have had several paranormal things happen to me so much that my family jokes that i'm scared of my own shadow no one has ever believed me until my son pointed it out also Okay, so my fiancé, my kids, and I used to live in a really old house that always creeped me out. I would always tell my fiancé that I would see things, but didn't want to tell the kids because they'd freak out. Well, one morning at 5 a.m., my fiancé and my 7-year-old were sitting on the front porch, and from the front door, you could see directly into my bedroom. I was asleep in bed. When my son started screaming, my... Mm -hmm. 
fiance asked him what was wrong as he was staring at me and crying and my son said there's a scary man with blood on his face on the ceiling above mommy what oh my god (laughs) what oh that's horrible my fiance trying to play big man he's actually chicken shit too same (laughs) told him to stop making up stories because he'd scare his sister my son wouldn't stop screaming and it eventually woke me up i got up walked outside to try to find out what was wrong and when i walked inside he was screaming that the man was walking into my daughter's room oh my god not even 10 seconds later my daughter comes running into the living room screaming and crying saying a man with blood on his face told her he'd hurt her holy shit excuse me <clears throat> oh my god this sounds like a scary movie yeah so needless to say we booked it out of there and no longer live in that house sorry if it's not so interesting i have at least 50 other things that have happened since childhood but i'll save those for later no that was pretty interesting you know it's so weird people always say that but it's like no like we like the shit like where there i don't think that there's a scale for just weird and crazy scary shit happening like it's all just fucking scary okay yeah so she says uh thank you guys for making this podcast big hugs not really because you know corona (laughs) (laughs) shannon lewis from covington p.s everyone tells me my son looks like the kid from the sixth sense and several people have gotten him to whisper i see dead people Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's creepy shannon thank you for your story and thank you for listening to us yes oh it's my turn okay (laughs) so my next story is from kimberly hey kimberly She says, hi, my name is Kimberly. Hi. (laughs) So I'm terrible at telling stories, but I'm going to try my best. Why does everybody think they suck at telling stories? Everybody says that. (laughs) They're like, I'm sorry if this is not interesting enough, but like, and then they tell us like the most horrifying thing ever. (laughs) And they're like, all right, well, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) So almost every house I've lived, six houses. And since I was eight years old, had some kind of paranormal activity of some kind, some more than others. Where I live now, which is my boyfriend's house, is the most activity I've ever experienced. Mm -hmm. It happens often, so I'm pretty used to it now. Most things are just small stuff like drawers being open after I leave a room after knowing they were shut when I left the room. Totally small things there. Oh, yeah. Just totally. a, a small thing, you know. <laughs> no biggie. Random objects just going missing all over, all, all around the house. Coffee table being moved. You know, again, small yeah, thing. No big deal. L- lights going on and off, etc. Except one night which has pretty much scarred me for life and out of everything that's happened to everyone at the house they say this is the scariest one. Oh. so here we go all right we have to sleep tonight <laughs> i mean i know you're not scared but i get scared <laughs> one night a couple of summers ago me my boyfriend and his best friend decided to have a last minute party <laughs> so i went inside to start cleaning up around the house and started in the bathroom When I was in the bathroom, I heard the back door open and shut and heard someone walking in the house. My boyfriend has distinguished footsteps, so I knew it was I knew it was him walking in. I heard the footsteps come all the way through the living room, down the hallway and stop at the end of 
the hallway near our bedroom. I didn't hear the bedroom door open, which I thought was kind of weird. I stuck my head out of the bathroom door and saw him standing there in front of the bedroom door with his back face to me. Is this about to be a fucking doppelganger story? Because (laughs) So, like, real quick. Is it just me? Or obviously it's not because she just said it. But, like, when you're used to people, like, do you, like, in your house, do you know your family's footsteps? You're like, oh, "Oh, that's (laughs) Ansley coming up the stairs. Oh, that's Ariel. Like, that's my mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, now that it's, you know, just me, Scotty, and Titus. Oh, yeah, it's it's pretty obvious. obvious. But, you know, I grew up in a house of, like. Seven. Yeah. And so, like, I knew everybody's footsteps, especially my dad's. My dad had the most distinguished footsteps ever. Yeah. Like, I just fucking knew when it was my dad coming. (laughs) Yep. Okay, um, with his back face. I asked him what he was doing, and he turned his head over his shoulder, looked at me with the most evil grin I have ever <laughs> seen. Um, I didn't think about it at the time, just thought he was being funny. Turned around and opened the door and walked in the bedroom and shut the door. Didn't turn the lights on or anything. I continued cleaning, and after about 30 seconds, I still didn't hear him moving around in the room or come back out of the bedroom, which I thought was kind of weird, so I went into the bedroom. The lights were still off, and nobody was there. At this point, things were weird, and I was trying to understand what just happened. So I went outside on the front porch, and my boyfriend's best friend was standing there, and after I asked if my boyfriend had just come inside, he proceeded to tell me that my boyfriend had been at the neighbor's house for the last five minutes. Ooh. All of this happened in about two to three minutes time frame. Now, when I think about the man I saw that obviously wasn't my boyfriend, all I can see is the evil grin and beady eyes staring at me, and it gives me chills over my whole body. That is so scary. Things still happen around the house, but nothing even close to that. Oh my god. That's a big fucking nope. I don't know, like, <clears throat> if that happened to me, like, with my husband, mm-hmm. I don't even know, like, if I could be with my husband anymore, like, I'd be so fucking terrified. You would never know which one was the real one. I know. I'd be like, you gotta leave. You gotta go. You gots to go. Oh, that is so scary. Yeah, I don't know when it's my son and when it's his doppelganger. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Yeah, because it happened to me. No, it didn't. You know about Titus's doppelganger? Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. No, no, which, no. We'll get into that on another day yeah Yeah. oh my god i hate it me too okay so next story comes from cecilia hi cecilia (laughs) and she says hey guys my name is cecilia and my story is actually my mom's and grandmother's story from a house they lived in back in the late 70s in oregon So, this house had some majorly hostile spirits and or demonic presence. Mm -hmm. Here are some things I've heard that happened in that house. My grandmother was sitting in the living room one day and suddenly heard this very menacing cackling laugh come from the corner. She was alone in the house at the time, I believe. Another time, my grandparents were downstairs and they heard a very loud, loud crash upstairs. 
They go up to their bedroom and pull, and everything in their room was, like, upside down. What? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> oh, my God. What? The lampshades on the lamps were upside down. Drawers had been pulled from dressers, clothes thrown, thrown out of the closet, etc. You know what? Demons, like, think that that's just, like, so horrifying. But you know what it really is? Just fucking annoying because you have to clean all that shit back up. It's I- like come the fuck on that is scary though like i would think that somebody like got in through a window and did that yeah i would instantly think like real person yeah Yeah. so uh my mom was a little girl and woke up one night and on her ceiling were these three demonic looking faces staring down at her oh yeah no the creepiest story i've heard is this one my grandpa was taking a bath and he used to always lay out newspaper on the floor and lean over the side of the tub to read it oh okay that's not where i thought that was going i was like what (laughs) such an old man thing to do anyway my grandma heard him screaming for her one day and she rushes into the bathroom and capital letters the newspaper is literally scrunching itself slowly into a ball right in front of their eyes. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Looks like it didn't want you to read something. Oh, she said they wouldn't make this shit up. Best of all, I got to visit this house back in 2015. I took a trip with my grandma and we drove by the house and it was up for sale. The owner actually let us in to take a look around inside after hearing that she used to that she used to live in the home. I got to see the creepy demon corner and the bedroom where everything turned itself upside down, etc. Luckily, nothing creepy happened while I was there. Good. Yeah. That's scary. I don't like the newspaper thing. Me either. We're just sitting here and all of a sudden, like, slowly this paper just starts crumbling itself. I'm going to tell you right now I'd fucking leave your house. I would, too. This this podcast would be over with because I would never come back in here for this equipment or anything. So. I would just shut the room off and act like it didn't exist just anymore. Just board the wall up. Right. You could have the it, next Winchester mystery house. I was house. literally about to say that. <laughs> Nobody ever knew this room existed. <clears throat> um, I was about to tell you something about... Oh, oh no it's something stupid but I, I just thought that he was putting newspaper out to stand on after i got on the bathtub <laughs> i was thinking the same thing until i kept reading it's like, like wait it says help from not slipping or something do people really do that <laughs> <laughs> okay or like he was sitting them down so he could lay on them like lay an animal them. in a cartoon oh my gosh Okay, so this next next story is from Jacob. Hey, Jacob. Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. Just so you know, pal, I'm only reading half of your story because, number one, it's really fucking long. (laughs) And two, um, it's really fucking long. So I'm just going to read the UFO part. And by the way, peeps that uh, don't know that uh jacob is actually one of Alyssa's friends so don't think she's just being like super rude to no. like a fan of ours <laughs> no we're not fucking friends i'm just kidding we're friends yes we went to high school together yes um okay so uh, uh, uh okay so this is his uncle's ufo story Ooh, that's good we haven't had any ufo stories yet also uh, I don't see any, any reason why like this would happen, but just in case he references something from the first part uh-huh. of his story, um, it 
we're not reading that so like it's just ignore it okay all right anyways so he says uh i won't be able to remember it in such full deep detail for it's been about seven to eight years <laughs> for it's been about seven to eight so years. intelligent <laughs> <laughs> i love the way he, he he's so descriptive though me too i he, just he's like the most like animated person i know <laughs> i know he really fucking is like part of me wants to read the first part just because of like like you are there too <laughs> you were <laughs> yeah. experiencing this with him right okay so um he won't be able to remember it in such full detail for it's been about 70 years <laughs> since i've heard it so my dad's side of the family is very much engulfed <laughs> in the painting business <laughs> such big words jacob <laughs> And my uncle and work friend of his from a couple of decades ago, this happened. This happened sometimes in the nineties. <laughs> this happened sometime in the nineties. We're doing a job in either North or South Dakota. One of them Dakotas. One night they worked till late, and after we're driving down a very long obscure road, for they were around nothing but plains land. <laughs> oh my god you know what would be incredible is to get jacob on here to tell one of his stories oh i think everybody would just die i think so too yeah (laughs) okay so they're very out in the open no buildings places no road street lights on the uber huh Huh? no road slash street lights on the uber Oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> no road slash streetlights on the Uber long stretch of road. <laughs> okay. That makes more sense. I was like, on the Uber? <laughs> what? Uh, okay. Uh, at some point, they noticed something huge in the sky. No mistaking it for type for a type of military craft or nothing of the sort either. He described it being definitely up there in the air. <laughs> But not so much as the distance upwards that people would fly a helicopter neither. I do I do believe he said, but he described it as so massive they would uh, have to turn their head from one side to the other in order to see either end of the craft. Holy so crap. Pretty big, yeah. It was emitting, emitting a glow of a purple aura all around it, which is so weird because usually you just hear green. Yeah. With no sign of an exhaust for fuel to blow out of in order to power it to keep itself up. They were, of course, shocked completely and in a terrified awe of what they were looking at. They witnessed it in the air, sitting completely still for a good uh, minute whilst driving down the road. Whilst driving down the road. <laughs> uh, 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 after a minute or two of first seeing it the craft started raising itself upward as in going from 180 degrees tilting to 90 degrees once it was upright it shot so fast out of the sky that they could barely even catch the movement uh as if that wasn't bad enough they talked about what they saw for a short while and about an hour and a half later they noticed in the rearview mirror Two humongous orbs of light following them. Whoa. They started zooming down the road and were in complete 
terror at this point. He even made mention of how the road had to wrap around the small mountain. Uh, and once they were past the side of the mountain and somewhat... Huh? And once they were past the side of the mountain and some way past it, the orb simply rose right above and downward the hill. Oh, wait, downward the mountain. <laughs> Continually following him. Them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> They continued to follow them for I don't remember how long. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just can't even. They continued to follow them for I don't remember how long. <laughs> Are you trying to talk like him? Because <laughs> he doesn't even talk like that. I swear I've heard him talk like that. When we were playing a game one time at my kitchen table, I swear he was doing that voice. <laughs> Oh, Jacob. Oh, my God. I'm just laughing at all the fours. <laughs> the whilst. 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 They continued to follow them for, I don't remember how long. Forgive me on that. But at some point, the orbs started to separate away from one another and fly upwards away, past them until they couldn't see them any longer. He drew up the orbs and the gigantic craft on a piece of paper and I believe wrote the whole experience out on a separate paper as well to document that moment. To contrast the size of their pickup truck, showing how huge the orbs in the craft itself all were, I gotta ask and see if it was left where I live at. And if I can find it, I'll be sure to scan it onto the computer and send it in a separate email. Yeah, do that. Hope these occurrences were good of good entertainment for every. Oh, my bad. Uh, everyone, listening. Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> Congrats, by the way, on the current success of the podcast. I think y'all are doing fantastic with it thus far, thus. and <laughs> and am damn sure it'll continue to shoot up like that giant ass craft. That's right. What's up? That giant ass craft. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Sounds like giant ass craft. <laughs> ass craft. <laughs> Shoot up like that giant ass craft. LMAO. Thank y'all. Seriously, the homie Jacob. Thank you, Jacob. I really appreciated that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am really just am tired. It's so freaking po- poetic. You, I just yeah, I, I yeah. can't. An author. Yes. All right. Next story. And I hope I am saying this name correctly. Um, Please, please correct me if I'm not. Um, I've never heard this name, but it is a really neat name. So uh, this begins. Greetings. Listed below is my encounter with the paranormal. I was referred to you all by Jen McLean. Thank you. Caddis. I'm assuming her name is Caddis. Um, it could be Cadis. I don't know. Um, I'm going to say Caddis. And if I'm wrong, please let me know. I'm so sorry. All right. So there are four types of emotional events that occur in each and everyone's life, leaving vivid fragments of memories. These four life experiences are either anchored by love, joy, sorrow, or fear. Moments where one might be able to remember the taste of buttercream frosting on their wedding cake, 
the excitement of receiving a pet on their 10th birthday, the lingering smell of perfume worn by a deceased relative, or the fear of something unknown. The event I experienced at the age of six or seven was something I will never forget. Such fear that seemed to swallow me in a brief moment. These are some poetic folks tonight. Dude, for real. Jeez. Wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> During that age, my parents, three brothers, and I lived in an apartment. The complex was located in Conyers, Georgia. It was two stories high, and what I can recall, constructed from old red bricks. In my opinion, it was built in a peculiar spot right across the street from a cemetery. Well, that's so funny. Wow. Okay, so I kind of grew up in a, uh, it was a condominium complex uh, built from bricks, and our backyard was literally backed up to a cemetery. This is making me wonder if maybe she lived in the same place. Creepy. Huh. That's really cool. So where we lived, it was called East View Circle. So Caddis, if uh, that's where you lived, I don't know. That'd be pretty pretty cool. Small world. So I can remember moments walking with my mom from our home to a convenience store a few blocks down the street. However, we had to stroll past the cemetery. I hated walking past it because I always had an eerie feeling as if someone was watching us. At some point while I was living in the apartment, I began to notice a, st- a strange sound outside my room during the night. It sounded as if someone was pacing up and down, up and down the hallway, like the low sound of a foot lightly stumping back and forth. Now you might be thinking, oh, it's probably the neighbors upstairs, but we were on the top floor. So unless they were walking on the ceiling, that logic would not add up. Eventually, I refused to sleep with the door open. During the night, if I had to go to the bathroom, I would swing the door open and make a mad dash down the hallway, frantically flipping the bathroom light on. Me. (laughs) One time, at the end of the hallway where my parents slept, I swore I saw a figure standing in their room. Mm. Honestly, I brushed it off. I worked through all the possibilities, such as a twisted moonlight reflecting around the curtains in the room my father's jacket hanging off the door or maybe my father returning from the bathroom himself these unexplainable sounds went on for some time and i never brought it up to my parents then one night i woke up to go to the bathroom or something and i noticed my bedroom door was open i was about to climb down from my bunk bed to close the door when i noticed something in the dark like a shadow pass by the door in the hallway i froze in fear excuse me then it passed by again gosh corona (laughs) (laughs) then it passed by again returning from the previous direction i was about to yell for my mom but i was interrupted with shock when two dark silhouette uh, figures enter my room oh my god it was strange because you could make out the form of an adult But at the same time, you could see through them slightly. They were also moving strangely as they walked, like if a movie was skipping some frames in a shot. Oh, that's creepy. (laughs) Do not like that. Yeah. At this point, sheer terror completely engulfed me. With tears streaming down my face, which, which I will never forget, I wanted to scream. I could not yell, which I believe subconsciously I was afraid they would attack me or something. (laughs) What seemed like forever, they slowly approached my bed up to five 
to six feet away and then they ban- they vanished. Now, I want to be clear. This is before I had any knowledge of shadow figures or even the paranormal at that age. My idea of ghosts at the time was based on Casper the Friendly Ghost or any other kid-related shows. They're not friendly like him. No. I remember telling my brothers, and I believe my parents, but they said, oh, you were probably dreaming. So I kept it to myself for the longest time. That's so annoying. Like, you freaking know when you're not dreaming. Yeah. There were other moments I saw shadow figures in the apartment, and honestly, I got used to it. But I'll never forget the first encounter. Years later, I got into shows about the paranormal, searching for answers, and I finally heard the testimony of another, which matched up to my description of those shadow figures. I was able to fig- find reassurance that I was not crazy and that I, that I did not imagine those events. I tried searching for any deaths in that apartment, but couldn't find anything on the internet. My best guess, it had something to do with the cemetery across the street. Still to this day, I wonder if anyone else has had similar experience in those apartments, but I guess I'll never know, and honestly, I'm not sure if I want to. So uh, as I was reading this, Caddis, um, I realized we did not live in the same complex because you mentioned something about like people living upstairs, and uh, the condominiums I lived in were like two-story, um, like you had you know, an upstairs mm-hmm. and a downstairs. Yeah. But that's pretty neat, and I'd be curious to know exactly... Uh, where this was in Conyers because uh you know like I said we were uh over off of Eastview and it was I believe it was Eastview Cemetery that backed up to my to the to the uh condo I grew up in so that's crazy thank you for your story and thank you for listening yes that was um honestly anything with shadow figures makes me want to die so (laughs) thank you yes I really hate doing these at night because like (laughs) like okay so earlier me and Brooke and her daughter Ansley were outside and um, we had just picked Ansley up from Brooke's sister's house and so uh, Ansley is like horrified because we're like we like saved our first episode onto like our distributing platform just so we could kind of like listen to it and review it before we submitted it and Ansley is like freaking out because it's like scaring her, even though like nothing was nothing that was being said was actually that scary. She's no, just we a were baby. Liter- we were literally at the beginning of the story. Yeah, like yeah. And so uh, we get home, and Ansley is like too scared to go inside now, and she's too scared to go upstairs without us coming inside. And she's thirteen, y'all. <laughs> we're not talking about a seven-year-old. I mean, I get it though. But Alyssa's a sissy too. I really fucking am, dude. Like, I make Scotty walk outside with me to like my car at night, or I make him stand at the window and watch me the whole time, or I'll make him call me so I can be on the phone with him while I go get shit out of my car. It's insane. But, anyways, Brooke's just like, we're taking her trash can down her like mile long fucking driveway <laughs> and um brooke's like yeah like i'm not really scared of like anything <laughs> and i was like big can't relate because everything fucking scares me like we'll be in a fucking antique store which brooke knows freaks me out because like there's just so much weird energy in there and i love it so much and she'll just like go she'll just be like <laughs> 
and I'll be and like I won't know that she did it and I'm like looking around like what the fuck was that and she'll be like what and I'm like that fucking sound and she'll be like what it sound like and I'll be like well, no, it was another one of those remember because I picked up that old Tommy phone and I said no this was like we were just fucking walking oh we it was another time anything no we were like just fucking walking and I just hear it's <laughs> like what was it and she like like led me on for forever and i was like well something made a noise because i fucking heard it and i had such the straightest face like i didn't hear anything i, don't I know trusted what you're talking her about. okay i trusted her and well, she fucking betrayed me we were talking about this like i genuinely like i i'm not really afraid of much um but funny enough Okay, so, like, real-life shit, like, I'm not afraid. I'm like, I'll kick your ass. I don't care. But when it comes to, like, haunted houses, and I mean, like, people in costumes, haunted houses, I will not go in this shit to save my life. Like, there's no way in hell. Like, I do not do it. But Alyssa loves that shit, which is so funny to me. I can't handle it. But now, take me to a quote-unquote real haunted house Mm -mm. and i'm all about it my fears make more sense because my i mean i guess i'm like ass backwards i don't know you are because seriously dude like i I wouldn't be scared to go into a haunted house i would just be scared of something attaching to me and me bringing it outside of the haunted house yeah like a real haunted house right that's what scares me I don't know. I like i love that shit i've gone into like abandoned houses before Mm -hmm. that are definitely probably haunted and i just mm, just don't like the feeling like that that just the atmosphere just like makes me so upset i don't know like people in costumes make me really upset (laughs) yeah they're not cool but they're not gonna i can't do it i can't do it like i cannot yeah, I, know. I don't know. When it's we so went to the, the corn maze, you I know. Go it was like a little one? kitty haunted house, and I was like, nope, yeah. nope. <laughs> I will say though that that one was fucking dangerous because, like, the ground uneven and stuff, super uneven. There was like, like tree roots and shit, and like there would be like a step down or something, but there's nothing telling you there's a step down, and it's fucking dark, and you just fucking fall. It's funny because this was like what last fall, yeah, and. uh Alyssa, my brother, my dad, uh, both of my girls, they all go in. And I'm just the only one standing outside this line. They had to wait like two hours to get through the haunted house. And I'm just standing there by myself. And they're like, come on, come on. Nope. Nope. I'll stand right here. Nope. Oh I'm good. God, that sucks. Because like, I want to go to Netherworld this year. I will not do it. And you know what the funny thing about it is? All day long, like if I had an opportunity to act and something like that i'd be all about it but you won't catch me walking through that shit does it scare you like does it genuinely scare you or do you just does it make you feel uncomfortable both yeah both i mean i, I don't even know scare like scare I like i said i'm not really scared of much maybe it's just uncomfortable what must that be like to just live without <laughs> fucking fear because i'm scared of everything i don't know i guess i just i, I can't live that way i don't know as Lindsay says i'm a fucking weenie <laughs> i'm a weenie see i don't take you that way but i guess really i mean yeah i mean we're doing this right now yeah but you're here with me so <laughs> she wouldn't even go upstairs by herself earlier y'all it okay. was daylight too but did i come up here and start editing this by myself 
Okay, yes. yeah, because Ansley was up here. No, she was not. She was downstairs. Oh. She went upstairs and then she came down and jumped over the fucking couch and like grabbed some fruit snacks. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, she was safe up there, so I'm going to go now. Oh, <laughs> Nothing got her. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, thank you guys for listening and mm-hmm. for sending in your uh, awesome stories that yeah. you don't think are awesome for some weird reason. Also, okay, so there was some girl, I can't remember what her name was. But she posted in the group. Remember, I like tagged you in it, and she was talking about submitting like short story, like horror stories, like creepy pasta. But not like I guess like things that she wrote. Yeah, maybe we should do something like that. Yeah, like it's not a bad idea. Maybe having, have that once a month or something. Yeah, or even like like instead of doing like four like listener juice episodes, we could do like three, and then like. You know, if people yeah. submit short, short stories like that, I would be down to read you guys' horror stories. That's that's a good idea. We'll uh, definitely I, do some more I, investigating into that. I go on Reddit all the time and listen, <clears throat> or listen, um, read, like, you know, um, short horror stories. So yeah. I really like doing that. So if Sounds you guys want to do that, yeah, let us know. Yeah. All right. Well... I'm fucking tired. I got a headache. All right. Peace out, homies. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. (laughs) Is it all?